Welcome back to The Mentors. This is Vadim. And Sergey. And you are listening to our weekly segment called The 5-Minute Pick-Me-Up, where we tell you stories to motivate you for the week to come. Today we're going to talk about a story that you may have seen on our Instagram story, where we were able to turn a no into a yes. Now this has happened multiple times throughout our lives, throughout our careers, and it's something that once you learn, it's a pretty powerful tool because a lot of times people say no because it's easier to say no. And it's very easy to take a no at face value and just accept it, where we know in life things are usually a little bit more complicated and it's sometimes worth digging deeper. And actually, it kind of goes back to the fact that for most things, you are dealing with humans. Let's say you're applying to a university. We're going to tell you a story in the second half of this five-minute pick-me-up about a friend that basically turned a no to a yes for college application for a PhD program. Now, if you think about it, it would seem that, okay, there are certain requirements that you have to meet. And if you don't meet them and it's a no, then how could you possibly get a yes? But remember, there are humans on the other side of the equation. And that means that there is always some flexibility. But the first story we'll tell you is that of a no that we got in an email inbox this week for a speaking opportunity that we applied to. Yes, we actually, this is the third time that we applied to speak at this conference. It's the Podcast Movement Conference. So getting that third rejection, uh, you know, in about a year and a half was definitely, I felt down when I got it immediately. It, it was like, frustrating. For yeah, sure. it, was, it was frustrating. My initial reaction was frustration. But then I went back to that email and I read it. And in the bottom of the email, the organizer said, sorry that the news isn't good news. We have limited spots out of 300. I think 30 speakers were selected. But we would still love to see you at the event. Please let me know how we can make this happen. And you know, feel free to just reply to this email and let me know. And I'm like, well, okay. He's saying reply to this email. That gives me an opportunity to engage the organizer. I know that the way you get speaking opportunities is by knowing the organizer and engaging them. And for me, that opened up a door. So I went from being frustrated to seeing an opportunity. And I replied saying, hey, uh, thanks so much for your email. Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to attend since we're not speaking because you know we're fairly busy. But we really appreciate what you do. Keep doing what you're doing. And even that response, I mean, it wasn't aggressive at all. You actually didn't ask for anything. You could have, I think, been a little bit more forward even in that email. Uh, but you basically said that, no, we can't make it because yeah. uh, unless there's an opportunity to speak. Yeah, exactly. And that was the truth. And he replied a few minutes later saying, can you jump on a call tomorrow? And I said, yes, of course. And so we scheduled a time to speak at 1030 in the morning the next day. And we gave him a call. And within nine minutes, we turned that no into a yes. It actually turned out that he was already planning on himself <laughs> giving us an opportunity by the time we jumped on that call because he actually had a couple people over the course of those 12 hours between our emails, he had a couple people drop out from the speaking opportunity. They said no. And he now needed people. So circumstances changed for him. And since I was one of the first people he talked to that I that engaged with after that email, we were in front of the line to, to get the opportunity. So how do you turn a no into a yes? It's actually not rocket science. It's just literally going a little bit more the extra mile. I, that was not a very eloquent way to put that, but it's literally just asking. Yes. If you don't ask, you'll never know if you could have 
gotten a little bit further. Yeah, give yourself the opportunity to at least challenge the no and see if there's some flexibility there. And of course, when we got on that nine-minute call, we did show value. We told him we're organizers of the of a New York City podcast meetup event. We told him we do a lot of public speaking and we're going to make a great speech and a great event for his conference. We also made sure to be flexible. And we said that if there is another topic that you feel like there's sort of a gap in the content for the conference, we'd be happy to customize a talk for you around that topic, so let us know. And actually, he hung up the phone there. He didn't give us an immediate yes, but within 10 minutes, he called Sergey's cell phone back, and he apparently, I guess, talked to probably his operations person, and they gave us a slot as speakers at the conference in LA in February with the original topic that we pitched them. Obviously, super excited to speak at that event, and we were really glad that we didn't take that no at face value, but this reminded us of another story from a couple of years ago. We were talking to a friend of ours who had just completed a PhD program, and we were just talking about how he got in. And it turns out that he didn't get into that program initially. And we're like, what? How did, what happened there? So it's kind of a crazy story, but what he did when he got that rejection, he was banking to go to that program and to to actually participate. And when he got the rejection, that really threw off a lot of his plans and he didn't understand why he got the rejection. Rather than just emailing or calling the people in charge of admissions, he went one step further. Now, I don't necessarily expect everyone listening here to even consider doing something like this, but he got on a plane, he flew to the country where the PhD program is, And he waited outside of the office of the dean of admissions for that particular PhD program without a scheduled appointment. Now that is ballsy, (laughs) for sure. And what his goal was, was to, to do kind of an intercept conversation. When he saw the person come out of their office, he just said, can I just have two minutes of your time? I really respect the program that you offer here. I'm, I'm excited to add value. I just found out that I didn't get in and I just want to know why and see if I can convince you otherwise. Now, he took that in-person opportunity to then again try to sell himself and why he would be a valuable addition to the program. If you think about it, that's exactly what we did on our call this week. We took that nine-minute phone call opportunity to again essentially provide some credibility around ourselves in a more effective way than we could have in an application. Exactly. And uh, and obviously, there was a human element too, because speaking to us, he could tell what we sound like. In this case as well, our friend, by being in person, the guy can't turn him away, right? He has to at least hear him out. And he came prepared, knew how he was going to pitch himself and, and why he was qualified, etc. And by the end of that quick intercept meeting, and I think it actually ended up being like 20 minutes at least, but by the end of that meeting, the dean said, okay, listen, you're very persistent, clearly, so I'll make you a deal. You have two days to write a formal appeal to our decision that I can present to our board. And I'll leave it to the board to decide. So, of course, our friend spent those two days crafting the best possible narrative that he could. And ultimately, that decision was reversed. So something that seemed like a completely concrete no in the context of academia turned into a yes because he showed up and just asked why and made a case for himself. So this week... If you come across an opportunity that you've been wanting and you get a no, we understand that not everybody is comfortable necessarily with being that aggressive and showing up in person and not leaving until you get a yes. And of course, there is always a balance in the end of the day. Unless you do have the value to offer, unless it's legitimate, uh, then you might actually be 
ruining a relationship there too. So you need to understand it's a because it's a relationship game, it's very nuanced. But if you do feel that it, the no should have been a yes, you do deep down feel that, push a little bit more, engage with the person that is making the decision and try to turn that no into a yes simply by asking. And at the very least, if you practice this over the next six months or a year and you do it 10 times, out of those 10 times, one or two no's, you will turn into a yes. We guarantee it. So please write to us. If you do accomplish this sometime in the near future, where you turn no into a yes just by challenging or by questioning or by trying to offer additional value, let us know. We'd love to tell your story on this podcast. Info at thementors.co. And if you found this episode motivational at all for this week, please go into your podcast app, click on share, and send it to just one friend that you think might find it valuable this week. Thank you. We love you and have a great week.